everyone. And welcome to this week's episode of Take, Take the, the Cake. Cake. My name's Max. And I'm Jenna. And we're ready to dig into some pop culture. How are you? You can't reply, but... <laughs> <laughs> we are going to assume that you're all doing very well, despite probably the winter blues setting in. But, but a lot of things going on, some of which we will get into right away. Yeah, so this week, don't really have a theme, but we're kind of doing a scandalous, a scandalous episode. We have some hot gods from reality TV. We have some shocking revelations from the royal family. Yeah, as well as uh, questionable behavior from celebrities that you uh, may or may not have an opinion on. We certainly do. And we're going to get into those this not week. Not afraid to share. Well, the first royal scandal is probably the most surprising information we've come across this week. It's the fact that the queen, Elizabeth II, does her own makeup every day. Except the uh, in front of the Christmas broadcasts. Yeah, and I mean the Christmas Day makeup is is flawless. It's, it's popping, honestly. Complete transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The definition, the the highlight, the contour, everything is just infallible. We James Charles could never. <laughs> he could never, honestly. So uh, yeah, Liz is doing a collaboration with Jeffrey Star. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a brand new palette that's going to be on the top of everyone's Christmas list. I know what I'm getting, yeah. Absolutely. Max, I mean, I don't want to spoil your surprise, but something will be in the post Aww, for you. Oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, get yours today because it is a limited edition. The old lady, she's what, 92? She has to craft them all by hand. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of the names of the shadows, I believe there's one called Corgi. One there's Fox one Hunt. Yeah, yeah, Fox Hunting. <laughs> uh, Beef Eater is oh, another that's one. That's my favourite. Yeah, same. It's very solemn kind of colour. Absolutely. <laughs> So that is what we can expect from Liz this year. And I can't Love wait it. to see her makeup, which is coming soon for the Snatched. Christmas broadcast. Snatched, honestly. Um, also, we can get into a perhaps more sordid royal scandal with the, the British royal Ooh, family. Who stays in the family, yeah, her Absolutely. son, Prince Andrew. Yeah, so this week, Prince Andrew, or perhaps it was late last week, did an interview... Um, which was pertaining to the fact that he has been caught up um, with links to Jeffrey Epstein, who was a financier and was arrested for crimes of sex trafficking. And who may or may not have killed himself in a cell. Yeah, absolutely. So he was awaiting trial for his crimes mm -hmm. and allegedly committed suicide. Um, however, yesterday, I believe there was two of the guards that were on watch. Mm -hmm. um, they have been taken into questioning or maybe arrested. I'm not quite sure of the details. Um, but basically, it's quite suspicious. And I think that they're basically questioning whether or not he actually did commit suicide or if it's part of a larger scandal because Epstein has been linked to the likes of Bill Clinton, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump, Prince Andrew, of course. Um, and these are big names and powerful people who can get shit done if they need to. I was going to say, it does sound very fishy. And I read today that Prince Andrew apparently has a lot of wealth that is inexplicably there. Nobody knows where he got it. And he yeah. apparently was struggling with dead. And then enter Jeffrey Epstein and all of the problems were solved. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, as well as like the probably money laundering and yeah. uh, 
all of this shady, shady things that rich people could get away with, rich, powerful people. But like we were discussing earlier, like I, I personally don't think it was a suicide no. based on the fact that this guy can afford the best lawyers, the best lawyers. And, and honestly, these really powerful rich people never end up being wholly accountable for their crimes as in, like, they won't be charged with long prison sentences. They might get something like a massive payout or house arrest or, you know, they always they, they always end up getting away with it to a certain extent. And so suicide isn't usually something that we see happening. I agree. And the thing is, we've, we've seen that, that high-profile celebrities like Donald Trump can get away with most things. But I feel like when it comes to sex trafficking, pedophilia, yeah. that's something that everybody can agree on. Yeah. Just, yeah, beyond Absolute. reprehensible. Absolutely. So that would be a reason for anyone associated with that yeah. to just really get the one who's about to, to spill the beans yeah. out of the picture. Yeah. So the interview with Prince Andrew, even though it's linked to these absolutely horrendous crimes and, you know, the victims obviously went through a very traumatic yeah. situation. The interview really has been feeding some excellent memes and is quite entertaining if we I try and take the lighthearted side. So, yeah. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. So, he has uh, basically <laughs> confessed that he thought the interview went very well. However, that is not what happened. He is perhaps going to be at fault for the fall of the monarchy in the UK. I honestly oh think so. Yeah, so the interview was so <laughs> embarrassing. He confessed... Uh, so the victim of um, the alleged crime of his, which was linked to Epstein and that kind of circle, mm -hmm. he he uh, his alibi was that he was actually at a Pizza Express in Woking. Excuse me? Right. So Pizza Express is a chain pizza restaurant in the UK that I do not think a person from the, royal, the royal family, family. would a be son of frequenting. The queen. Yeah. And um and some people have been leaving reviews on the Pizza Express site of Woking <laughs> and it is absolutely hilarious. And he also said that some of the uh, statements made by the victim um, in her testimony uh, professed that he was uh, sweating profusely and all of this stuff. And then... Spend a day inside a pizza restaurant, you'll be sweating. Right, but he was is saying that he was shot at in the Falklands War, which meant it's almost impossible for him to sweat, which... It, he it, can't sweat. These, like... Is that a thing? The, the <laughs> lies were just completely transparent. You shoot at someone and it, it makes him lose the ability to sweat. It is absolutely... It was, it was crazy. And he was saying... They were asking, why does he specifically remember that he was in Pizza Express instead of at this nightclub with this woman? And he was like, oh, uh, well, I had forgotten it. And someone reminded me that, yes, oh, I was at my uh, daughter Beatrice's party at Pizza Express. And I thought, oh, yes, I do remember that. Beatrice threw a party at Pizza Express. I, but it just <laughs> does not add up. This is strange. Why did he give this interview? I know. And then journalists went to the Pizza Express branch in Woking and were just the British. 
the British public are hilarious. That this one woman was just talking about all the times she'd been to Pizza Express, and then she said something like, "Yes, I think the the first time I ate here was in uh, 1994, and I remember that because I had the best chicken Caesar salad I'd ever had." <laughs> Relevant, but also good. I mean, good for her. Good for her. She knows. And she keeps coming back. Yeah. So. It was really an embarrassment. I can imagine that Liz just wants to really embrace the glory of her makeup. What else can she do at this point? She can't even fire him because he's her son. Right. Uh, So also there was the debate last night um, for the UK election between Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn. Um, And Corbyn said, brought up the issue of the royal family and how we need to have a closer inspection of how the royal family are behaving and the decorum and maybe questioning, you know, their role in society. Absolutely. So we will see that there might be some changes coming if if Labour and Jeremy Corbyn do get into power. Yeah, who knows? Can't wait for this to be portrayed in The Crown season 12. (laughs) This is also something I want to talk about. So The Guardian did... um, an interesting article saying that the new season of The Crown mm-hmm. seems like such a flop because the pace is very slow compared to the real what life is events, going on which in... is super juicy, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's. Um, but didn't, isn't the the uh, the incident in in Wales where the mountain slope collapsed into this village like this big disaster? I oh think that's God. that's in episode three because my okay. one f- friend from Wales was like, "Oh, so this is covered in the new season of The Crown, right? So like domestic disasters, something okay. like that." Right, we will see. I'm still mid season one, so I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I. It's a good show to watch, but it's it's um it's not something I I'll just binge through. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the the casting of the latest Always, series. Always, yeah, yeah, really, really good. But um, but yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes because that the reality of the present uh, in terms of royal scandal seems to be more exhilarating than the the show at the moment. Speaking of good casting, um, did you hear that, because we talked about this a couple of weeks back, American Crime Story Season 3, based on the um, Clinton impeachment trial, they've cast um, Bill Clinton. And he will be portrayed by, uh, it's not Greg Kinnear, but... um, let me let me look it up. Okay, we're gonna get the researchers on this. We're gonna we're gonna get back into this, um, but this was because um, well, they've got it so right in the past. I'm excited. Who will be Hillary? It's oh. yes. And Monica Lewinsky, who is an executive producer on the show. Really? Yeah, she's actively involved because oh, she wants that's... the story to be told the right way. Which right? That's I mean, fair enough. That's uh, but that's interesting. It will give you. A certain perspective that may not be, I mean, nothing's objective, but it will be spun in a way that will be from a, from a perspective. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. He'll be Bill, Bill Clinton. Interesting. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I've really enjoyed the past series, so. Oh, also not to pat ourselves on the back, but speaking of <laughs> British culture, um, our predictions, well, the Sun's prediction that we yep. um, <laughs> read, out. <laughs> read, read out last week uh, or two weeks ago um, all came true. Yes, so all I'm a Celebrity started two nights ago. Two days ago, ago yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, 
I think that the front runner at the moment is going to be is Caitlyn Jenner, which was the person I was most looking forward to. Just because anyway. of the celebrity aspect, apparently Christian is terrified at home, waiting for what what Caitlyn is going to spill. Yes, which and and I think she has been. I mean, throughout her transition and kind of. Uh, being Caitlyn, she has not held back. She's come out with a book and has, you know, She's controversial yeah. in the trans community also. People don't always love her as an right. ally. Absolutely. But, I mean, the the fame that comes with her means that she's a very interesting person to watch yeah. on I'm a Celebrity. I think all of the other contestants also think that she's, like, this big star. Because she is the most high profile out of anyone I in would there. say so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, even by association, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody close to the Kardashians is going to be a big star. I mean, usually, like, many of them, the celeb- at least in Germany, it's always daughter of, ex-wife yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um but yeah, I think she's going to do really well. But what I didn't know and I did find out is that the US version of I'm a Celebrity, um, uh, Caitlin, who was then Bruce when she went on. I didn't even know there was a thing. No, me neither. I didn't know the US had one. But um, she went on as Bruce and did really well. Didn't win, but... Um, like runner-up, third place, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think something yeah. like that. Um but then she was saying in her, like, uh, VT before the show, mm-hmm. um, as part of the promo, she was like, oh, I went in when I was Bruce, and I will see now how I get on when I'm Caitlyn. Full circle. But I would say, like, with I'm a Celebrity, uh, like, ex-athletes and sports people always tend to do very well yeah, because they're true. competitive and they have that drive. And obviously, Caitlyn was an ex-Olympian, so, yeah, you know. I think she'll again do really well. And also, it's isn't it kind of cheating if you know what to expect? I don't know. But Katie Price went in twice. Oh, it rhymes. Yeah, she, yes. <laughs> she was rumoured to return, but she did not. But no, so, yeah. no, 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 she didn't. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I remember when she went in the second time, Kim Woodburn just went in and was like, all you want is publicity. My God. And when, when Kim. all Kim Woodburn wants is publicity. Absolutely. <laughs> She's at oh, TV gold. But yeah, so we can expect some some fun things yeah. from this season. It'll I expect. Yeah. Won't be the last time we talk about it, I expect. No. So on a less fun note, the US TV show Survivor, you have something to say about that. Well, I've been a hardcore fan. I've watched, well, it's season 39 now. Jesus Christ. Because it's been going on twice a year since 2000. I've watched every single one. Oh my God. So I'm a a deep fan. Yeah. Um, Written several papers about it to try to to (laughs) kind of justify my addiction. Um, And there's always it's been kind of uh, social justice issues and uh, especially in terms of sexual harassment because in a way it's a mirror of, of um, society. Like back in, in 2003, one of the contestants, he insisted on doing all challenges naked to irritate the other contestants and then rubbed <laughs> naked against a female contestant who was right. so distressed that she quit the game. And then everybody was kind of making fun of her for being overly sensitive because Rumi was a different time before Me Too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, and this this one guy uh, at night because they all sleep together in like this this shelter they built themselves um kind of like rubbed himself at night against this female contestant and when she um spoke up about this he was like oh no I was just thinking of my wife I'm not even attracted to you and then she was voted out and people were kind of making fun of her and so this was very problematic but it was also 17 years ago so you would yeah. think times have changed well, but they haven't because last week, um, so for people who don't know the show, it's people living together in a tribe and they have to vote each other out. And um, 
this one contestant, uh, Kelly Kim, was uncomfortable by uh, some advances made by one of the elder castmates. He, his name is Dan, and he's like in his mid-40s, married with two children. But from episode one, we could see, because everything's being filmed, that he was touching the female contestants, and only the younger female contestants. The older females he wasn't touching, neither nor the men. And he was like touching their hair, their face, like at night, just like touching their thigh, rolling over to the, uh, like over them, hugging them. And m multiple female contestants said, oh, we're we're uncomfortable by Dan's touches. And Kelly like tried to play it off, said she had was um, afraid of germs so that's why she didn't like it and you could see her being like oh please don't touch my hand trying to laugh it off and in the most recent episode she was very upset and cried because it really bothered her and then the other uh, other girls on the tribe came up to her and were like oh no we feel the same way let's all vote him out now because this makes us very uncomfortable but in a cruel twist of fate these girls didn't actually feel this way they just played it up as a strategy to make Kelly feel comfortable and then vote her out so um, she felt relieved that other people were feeling the same way while they were just pretending so they could um, have like a strategic um, play against her which in itself is very problematic because it's a real fear a real experience that she had of being harassed it was just being people were just pretending to to kind of make a strategic play it got worse because this older woman on the tribe who was closely aligned with the older guys said, oh, no, this goes beyond the game. I feel like um, if those women are uncomfortable, I want to to help them. Let's vote Dan out. But because she didn't know the other girls were making this up, they then turned against her and were like, oh, no, we never said this. We never said we were uncomfortable. You made this up to get a guy, like to, to have a play against Dan. And so, well, uh, Kelly was voted out. So it was a case of sexual harassment. The victim was voted out while the... Um, perpetrator left and and succeeded and then everybody turned against the one ally that the victim had in the game while the victim had to sit at the byline silently without being able to speak up and the backlash was in insane like on, on twitter instagram yeah, has absolutely. been blowing up um people have released statements the other people have released apologies it was very um upsetting and controversial and especially um because the people who weren't uh, well, who weren't Dan, kind of took his side and defended him. We're like, oh, you can't say he did this because you're going to ruin his life if you make those claims. But there was video evidence of him doing it's these things. It's completely a mirror of what has Crazy. repeatedly come out within the Me Too movement. All of these uh, victims of sexual harassment being silenced or, or you know, being uh, given something to, to be quiet or... It's it's honestly just a mirror of everything that's going on right now. And the fact that the argument is made that, oh, you're going to ruin somebody's life. It's like, what what about these victims? What about this woman who has been under persistent stress and anxiety yeah. and like under the invasion of her personal space, feeling like she can't say anything at all? And also when she does say something, it's under the excuse of, oh, I'm going to have to make up a lie that I'm a germaphobe and, and then laugh it yeah. off and stuff because you just don't feel safe about speaking out about your own personal space and the respect people should have about your body. It's honestly... The, the irony is also that this guy Dan is a Hollywood producer. <laughs> of course he is. Like, absolutely... Working with a mostly female uh, client base. 
And um, I hope your wife leaves you, Dan. I hate you. Sorry. I <laughs> he made this argument that he was like, well, you know, like they were talking about the Me Too movement on yeah. Tribal Council. And he said, no, I'm from the entertainment industry. We allowed this movement to to blossom, the Me Too movement. So y'all should be thanking us. People were like, well, but it only flourished in your industry because that's where the, most of the all happens. So. Oh, my God. We allowed it to flourish. That is absolutely <laughs> like the most disgusting yeah. diabolical comment. He's, he's um Oh thank something. thank you for creating this really unsafe space for women where sexual harassment is basically like just the general behavior that's going on. And thank you it's and not then claims it's video evidence of him touching them. This, repeatedly all yeah, the time. Yeah. And um, when he was like, oh, if if I ever made someone uncomfortable without meaning to, oh, I'm sorry, but you know, like if I just made someone feel uncomfortable while I was passing by them or like rubbing against them at night. And then he was kind of like, because this one girl was in front of him. She so was like, if I was like walking past you and I like touched you like this. And like, <laughs> and she was like, ha oh. It was just the worst thing because it was like just uh, taking the piss out of it and making yeah. it seem like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. But then, uh, like you said before, in 2003 and the earlier years, that would have been looked at in a very different way to people yeah. who are responding now. And that we can kind of an example of this, as horrible as it is, actually, when it's sparking these conversations, yeah. we can see it as a reality on our screens and kind of maybe get more of a comprehensive uh, view of how it makes women feel and actually the scenario that's going on and the way in which victim blaming is conducted. It's Yeah, I mean, Survivor has always been kind of a mirror of society. A couple of years ago, there was a similar kind of scandal when um, one contestant was like, well, what you're not seeing is that this castaway is being very um, kind of two-faced because why haven't you told anyone you're transgender and outed him as trans? Nobody knew he was trans. And in that case, all of the other contestants were like, well, we're just going to vote you out right now because that's unacceptable. Yeah. So that was a good response by the others, which and kind of the opposite happened this time. Yes. Because everybody took Dan's side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we just see these uh, teething problems and how people are yeah. dealing with how society is progressing. Yeah, it's super interesting. On a lighter note. Rumor has it that Dan is being pulled from the game by production next week. So yes. we'll see how that goes. Honestly, we can only hope. See you, Dan. Fuck off. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> rooting for Janet, the older woman, because she, she's the one, the only one to root for now. Yeah, I mean, I usually do vote for an older woman in these kind of like reality she's, she's shows. Fab, and she literally, she, she was like, this goes beyond the game. I'm going to defend Kelly. And then everybody was like, you're the bad guy now. Don't play the victim now, Janet. And poor Janet was in tears come through Janet we you have we our support Janet. yeah of course yeah so Lizzo has been uh, is, is currently being sued problematic faves left and right honestly so this is everybody's like favourite go to body positivity gal I saw her live last week it was fantastic Oh yes! Yeah, it was great. She put on a great show. She was she was fab. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like her. She's just uh, she's such a vibe for people. Yeah. However, she is in trouble for putting somebody on blast on Twitter, and this was because she ordered food via Postmates. I think it's called. Do, is it here? Does it exist here? I think it's an American thing. I think it's, it's like American. Yeah, something like that. Deliveroo. Yes. House bizarre. <laughs> And um, so she ordered food and it didn't arrive. Um, and then 
She accused the person who was her food delivery woman um, of stealing of, it, of stealing her food, eating it, whatever. Posting a picture and name of the woman on her Twitter, saying like "get her" or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> just like really putting her personal details out for everybody to see, which is extremely. Really? Because she's been getting death threats. It's so unsafe to do that these days <sighs> because people are crazy, you and know? And if you have a platform, everybody loves you and super stands. We know how they are. Yeah. They'll do anything. Really. Um, and so this woman has uh, basically undergone the process of suing... Yeah. Lizzo for libel because uh, she used her... Her, like, platform of celebrity to, like... Expose, yeah. Ex expose, put so basically put somebody in danger, which is really not a great thing to be doing. And the thing is, um, Lizzo was staying in a hotel and didn't specify the room number, so apparently the woman went into the hotel, couldn't find the number, and Lizzo had checked in under a fake name, yeah. as celebrities do, so she asked for the name... Yeah. Well, the, the, the guy couldn't find it at a reception. Yeah. And so she left. So it literally wasn't her fault. She was there. She did everything right. And then, because they forgot to specify her room or her name or whatever, she um, she was unsatisfied and hungry. But being hangry doesn't give you the right to expose. So it's just. Absolutely not. Just I, wrong. I would never. I mean, I would never even consider doing something like that. I think as well. This is what we see from social media a lot. It's that ability to enact on impulsive thoughts and feelings. Like emotion runs social media a lot of the time. Yeah, because it's just so fast and you can put a tweet and, and then not think. I mean, we see it with Donald Trump every day. I mean, I don't yeah. think he's ever really thinking, but he just just says what he thinks and it's just out of pure emotion. Yeah, it's just like a just, it's just like a tap turned on and it's all just flowing out. And yeah, people mm. need to honestly check their water usage, you know? Think about the climate. But no, I, th I think it was completely wrong. And, and yeah, she should be facing consequences for doing something absolutely, like that. Absolutely. And she's come out and apologized and, and said, I need to be able to use social media and yeah, monitor myself and use it in a much more mature... Repercussions are necessary because obviously the woman is facing um, the consequences of this. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah. Uh, But yeah, we can just wait for that to play out and see what happens. I mean, we still love Lizzo, but, like, that was shady. Yeah, but, you know, people are human. People make mistakes. Um, and But if they do, it's important to not just gloss over them. Yeah, absolutely. Something, well, another problematic thing by, by a celebrity, T.I., everyone's not favorite, but generally appreciated musical artist. Um, he takes his daughter to the doctor every year to check if her hymen is still intact. And he proudly said in an interview, well, I can proudly say at age 18, it still is. And um, Absolutely wild behavior. It's so predatory. It's awful. It's like the fact that it's archaic. Is what it is. Uh, also, a what's he going to do having... if, if it isn't? Yeah, yeah. Well, also, what... masturbation is a thing. Is she not allowed to, to do that? It's just 
I don't understand in this day and age when our father has that much uh, feels like he is entitled to. Oh, when you know that he at age 18, he was he was out there like doing his thing. I, I can't imagine well, him still being virginous. Of at course, that age. of course, it's that double standard again. But I just think it's wholly unnecessary. It's a, an individual choice whether you want to start being and sexually it's her body, active. Yeah. Absolutely, policing that in this way. It's just awful. Yeah, it's crazy. And to, like, actually, like, take them to a gynecologist... Forceful medical examination. ...is absolutely... It's horrible. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, that is completely problematic. I <sighs> think as well it's... um, <coughs> Sorry. It links into... Uh, I think what was uh, there was the Kardashian sisters were on a talk show in the US this week and I don't remember specifically which one it was. However, Kim was talking about Kanye's uh change in parenting techniques mm-hmm. uh now that he's been on this a Christian boy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, now that he's on this religious epiphany and thinks that he is the Messiah and is now working for God and said in his uh, airport karaoke that God God is showing off um, by letting Kanye do what he does. He's saying this is how I great mean... people can be. Anyway, hilarious. Besides the point. So praise she was be. Yes, praise be. Hallelujah. So she was saying how he is now stricter with um, removing televisions from the kids' bedrooms. Which isn't a bad thing. Absolutely not a bad thing. I mean, TV didn't do me any harm, but... Uh, <laughs> but, it, well, not then. It, it is now, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, and also, like, removing makeup from North's room and just being generally more strict and watchful over them, which is fine. But a lot of the time, these religious ideas, when they're put into practice for parenting, are extremely patriarchal mm-hmm. and very problematic. Like, that is uh, true. you know, North is a child and, you know, makeup perhaps isn't the best thing for her to be using arguably it is like yeah, a creative fun thing but it also can be sexualizing and absolutely yeah. yeah um but then when she gets older when when all of the children get older these things then become you know like very monitoring and quite uh overbearing she's controlling what she can and can't do and exactly. the older the child gets the and at 18 like with yeah it's just yeah 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 well talking about child stars as well you yeah. mentioned earlier we have uh, Blue Ivy as a uh, oh. award-winning songwriter at the Who moment. Who would have thought? Is anyone surprised at this point? Probably not. No, it's... Uh, she uh, won an award for songwriting and people were like, oh, um, Beyonce must be super proud. I don't even know what... I think because she co-wrote... What is this song? It's uh, from Beyonce's Lion King album, the... Uh, what's, what's it called? The one she she released after the movie came what? out. Is it something like... It's something like Spirit, right? Um, or... or I think so. It's um, the Soul Train Music Awards is what she won, her first songwriting award. It's from the song Brown Skin Girl, which is from that album. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently she uh, was credited as a songwriter. But then again, her mom was the main writer, so she probably just put her name on there. Yeah, it's like when you go home and... The Gift gift is the name of the the album. Right. It's like when you go home and don't know what to do for, like, your art projects in primary school, and you're like, oh, mom, can you help me? And then they end up doing most of it, but your name's on it. 
Because people are saying, <laughs> oh, she's she's not just following in Beyonce and Jay-Z's footsteps. She's forging her own way in the entertainment industry. She is eight, people. Seven. <laughs> seven. She <laughs> is seven. So she has no path, nor should she have to have one at the age of seven. I am pathless at almost 24. So I don't think we should be putting this kind of pressure even bit. on such a star as Blue Ivy. It's it's crazy. I also wonder what it does for a kid. Like if at seven you win an award, like on the one hand, how how much further can you go in life? And also it's going to give you such a wrong sense of confidence because literally you can do anything. You can win any award and it's just... Ugh. That's I don't not, know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't love that. Yeah, it's me just, neither. You need to experience some of her, the uh, everything being hardship. dropped in her lap. Yeah. I'm not saying she doesn't have talent, but um, she's she's not an award-winning songwriter at age seven. Excuse me. No. 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 It's just, it's just not a thing. No, I don't. I I don't think so. I mean, who who is an award-winning songwriter at age um, almost thirty? Is Taylor Swift? Yes. And she's being honored as Artist of the Decade, which I think is in itself questionable. I. <laughs> disagree wholly. That's I have more than questions. I have there is nobody strong else. doubts. Um, she's she's supposed to perform at the American Music Awards next week, but she's saying she can't because um, there's this whole feud with her label, Scooter Brown, which apparently owns the rights to her old songs. Yeah, and now she wants to re-record all of them, but now. She says they don't allow her to perform any of her old songs, but they say, yeah, we do. She can literally do whatever she wants live and we have no say over that. So nobody knows what is going on. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't care about her performance <laughs> anyway. But like... Then I will not be watching. No, but it's... um, It's... It's interesting that the things with all of these record companies and rights and like Taylor Swift has been going through these yeah, kind of for, shenanigans for, while, for yeah. ages. And, you know, uh, artists should have the rights to their own music. However, that's not always the way it works. Yeah. Which is super confusing for I, people. I don't understand half Me of neither. it, I must say. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, artists of the decade. Interesting choice. Who was the panel deciding it? But, uh, but who were the alternates? Who I, lost? I don't know. I feel like you don't want to know because I, mean, I would just wasn't wait it. Lemonade this decade. I mean, wow. Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. But Beyonce had one of the best decades of all time of all time. Oh my god! Speaking of one of the best artists of all time, we have uh, Whitney Houston's. Hologram. Um, a hologram. <laughs> when he uses hologram. No, we have her, um, like, long-term, like, best friend, which we're now finding out was an intimate partner. Now, I can't remember her surname. Robin? Fake. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was Robin Thick, everybody. Blow no. Giants. So it was a childhood friend of Whitney's, uh, Robin... I can't remember her second name. But she's releasing a book saying that... Um, her and Whitney had a personal, intimate relationship. Um, and there's been questions surrounding Whitney's yeah. sexuality and For also... Ages. Absolutely. The relationship with her, yeah. Yep, and then the addiction and uh, abuse and all of these horrible things that Whitney had to deal with for her whole life. Um And kind of intertwined with the fact that she had to repress her sexuality. Yeah. Um which is now almost kind of confirmed, I suppose, with these uh, these claims from yeah. Robin that uh, 
they were more than friends and that they had an intimate relationship. And I think it's... Uh, it's both heartbreaking that, that she wasn't able to live it and then also beautiful that she did have it for like a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think people will come out and question, or, you know, one, because she's not here, you can say what you want and is that the right thing to do? But I think it's just like... Uh, queer stories are silenced all the time and I think mm. it's just now an opportunity to be able to come out and like speak the truth of a queer story that has been yeah. suppressed and so I, I think it's a really good thing you know what else is a really good thing go on cake okay. <laughs> because it is that time of the episode where we see what did we love most and least so what takes the cake for us and who's uninvited from this tea party okay well i'm gonna just fully start off with an uninvite a de-invite well, how do we say this um Which is going to be Dan, Dan from, yeah, from Dan, Survivor. Dan from Survivor. Honestly, I hope he does not survive. That is really my statement of the week. I, uh, Kelly actually was asked in an interview, what's your relationship to Dan after the show? And she was like, my relationship with Dan is between Dan and I. It has nothing to do with the things that happened on the show. And it shouldn't influence people's opinion of what has happened because they can see what happened themselves. Which Ooh. I think is a really good, good thing. Absolutely. If she, were, if she forgave him, that's like between them completely change the fact that he did what he did so that's a very yeah that's a very concise clear statement to make about how we should be treating these issues Kelly as Kim, legend absolutely stand yes come on kelly so um yeah and uninvited is dan i couldn't agree more yeah who well who takes the cake which is the more difficult because there was a lot of problematic faves this week i mean none as problematic as dan but we had ti we had um Scooter Brown, yeah, Lizzo, Taylor Swift, Lizzo, even 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 Prince some Andrew, of our faves. yeah, Jesus, Blue Ivy. Who did we like this week? This is a really difficult. Uh, I mean, who who's the girl from I'm a Celeb you liked? <laughs> Let's go niche here. Caitlyn so, Jenner, we don't hate this we week. Do, we don't hate Caitlyn Jenner, and I'm really appreciating Nadine. Uh, Coyle, who used to be yeah. a member of Girls Aloud, her Irish, team, yeah. Yeah, her Irish accent and the fact that I cannot understand a word she says is everything to oh, me. It's bless. brilliant. People's reactions when she speaks is hilarious. So why not? There we go. She can take the cake this week yeah, for me. Yeah, she can share it with... Uh, I'll give it to Queen Elizabeth for, for doing her own makeup and for Absolutely. issuing an exclusive Jeffrey La Cosmetics line. Absolutely. We we really appreciate that. We're looking forward to it. Remember that that uh, Kylie just sold 51% of her beauty company, Kylie Cosmetics. <laughs> now we knew. Now we know who bought it. Absolutely. Our girl Liz. I think a Liz and Kylie matte lipstick is what everybody needs I want to see a video of them getting ready together and just like kikiing please I remember back in 38 <laughs> I please singing Rise and Shine together this is what we need <laughs> this is going to really pet me up this petition winter petition to make this the new national anthem you said changes were going to come in the royal family <laughs> please right and then Plain Bagel who is oh yeah that's something we for people who are new to this show listen to all the old uh, episodes but also it's something we don't hate but um, we're kind of over because we would choose anything else above it um celebrities just as a general theme celebrities being able to use social media to put people on blast oh yeah we're over that yeah so i'm sorry lizzo you are part of this story this week so it's it's you i'm afraid you're my plain bagel i love you but i do not think your behavior bagel. is correct mm. yeah 
yeah, so I think that balances out to a pretty stale bagel. I agree. Well, this has been another episode with some hot takes. Some but she hot was boiling. takes. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein did not commit suicide, everybody. You heard Spread it here, not words. first, but here also. <laughs> the speculation was here. Also, um, Bush did 9 11. What? The moon landings were not real. Um, no, this is <laughs> what else is new? Nobody come and arrest me. Uh, thank you. So <laughs> that is it for this week, yes. right? So everybody enjoy your week, and we will be back soon for another episode where we spill all the tea for you. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. The cake is plenty. That's not a sentence, but we listen. <laughs> I appreciate that. This is Max's new catchphrase. The cake phrase, is okay? plenty. The cake is plenty. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>